Contents warning. In this episode, there will be a discussion about COVID-19 and vaccines. These are just purely our opinions and our thoughts about the matter. If you don't feel like listening to this episode, feel free to skip it and enjoy our other episodes. Thank you. And welcome to another episode. Um, I hope that you guys have had a great start to the new year. So, happy new year. I know we're a little late, but um, it is a new year. We're in 2022. Um, But first, I want to go ahead and ask Kimberly how her holiday went. It went well. Uh, it was lots of cheer. My, I saw my family. We opened gifts, and it was a nice time. And I got together with a few friends, so it was really a nice time. And my New Year was just kind of low key, and that's okay too. So, how was yours? Um. Oh my gosh, mine was great. I did a lot of things um, before the holidays, so. Uh, and today, I have a furry guest here in studio with me. I will not reveal his name yet, because um, I can leave his introduction for another time. But he got to spend the holiday with me, and I took him to go see Santa. Um, and we went to go see Christmas lights, so that was a fun thing to do. And he had a wonderful Christmas. He opened a lot of toys for his gifts, and... Um, I got, you know, some pretty neat gifts, too, and I spent it with loved ones, had tacos, and, um, you know, it was a, it was a good time, and, and New Year's was, eh, pretty low-key, my, um, some of my extended family came over, and I wasn't feeling all that great, because I actually had COVID. Yep, the Rona got me after me being very careful and like dodging the bullet for like two years it finally got me and it was no fun but you know I tested negative I'm you know healthy I'm safe I you know did not get um sick too bad because it pays to be vax and boosted and I'm very very lucky that I was able to take care of my dog while I was sick with COVID, so. (laughs) I'm really glad you turned out fine and that you were vaccinated and it didn't get you really badly. I was so worried and 
everything. So I was very relieved that you made it through well enough. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy because when I first started getting sick, you know, I was like, okay, what is this? Is this like, am I getting a cold? Because it starts out with a sore throat now, the new variant Omicron, which is what I had. And then, you know, I started getting all these other symptoms and I'm like, I kind of don't feel too good and I kind of don't think that family should be coming, but okay. And my mom was just kind of like, you should go get tested, go get tested, go get tested. Um, and she was kind of bullying me into it and I, and I wasn't opposed to it, but I was just kind of like, okay. So I went somewhere to go get tested and I came out positive and, (laughs) you know, but I was pretty much getting getting through COVID at that point because I was at the point where I wasn't going to pass it on to anyone else because I was on day five of COVID Mm -hmm. so at that point Mm -hmm. and you isolated and stuff like that oh yeah I isolated for sure um my mom also caught it I mean it wasn't too bad for her either because she was vaxxed and boosted um but, you know, I was a little worried about my mom because my mom does have chronic asthma. I mean, I have asthma too, but it's not as bad as my mom's is. Um, but she was actually fine. Her symptoms are very, very mild. Um, and, you know, she's like, I feel fine. But, you know, we still quarantined like good people. And my mom's my mom's doing good now too, so... But, so I, I do want to talk about um, the COVID at-home tests, um, but I don't want to talk about that just yet. I do want to go back to a much more positive note and talk about, like, our New Year's goals and, you know, what our goals that we have um, personally and what our goals that we have, like, as far as the podcast goes and stuff like that. Sweet. So, I do have to say, when I was younger, or even, like, I don't know, five years ago and stuff, growing up, I would always have a New Year's resolution, but I would forget it after, like, two days. Yeah, <laughs> I like, think that's everybody. <laughs> what, what did I... Res- what, what was it again? I don't remember... But I do know people that were very, very vigilant in staying. Like, I had a friend in my 20s who was like, I resolved to not drink soda. And it was, like, in March. I was like, oh, is that, like, a Lent thing? She's like, no, I just, for my New Year's resolution, I was like, hey, I, I always forget mine. So props to you and props for keeping it going. Oh, wow. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm not much yeah. of a soda drinker anyway, so um, to me, that that's a piece of cake. But, like, I know a lot of people normally are always just like, my New Year's resolution is to lose weight. And then, like, everybody and their mom is at the gym. And then next thing you know, February, March, you know, the gym's not as packed <laughs> yeah. anymore. And, you know, no judgment because that has been one of my, you know, resolutions, too, is to be more, like, fit and... You know, I do want to become a little more active again because the pandemic has definitely, you know, we've just been in chill mode and 
I do kind of want to get out and start going out a lot more because I have my little furry friend here. Yes, I'm talking about Yeah, you. that's a bonus. Yes, it is a bonus. You know what? Having him here is definitely a bonus, and that's what actually helped me get through the COVID <laughs> virus, the Omicron yeah. virus, because I knew that I had to take care of him, and I was just kind of like, you know, saying to my higher power, I was like, look, if this is COVID, in case this is COVID, please Give me some sort of strength or oomph or something to be able to take care of him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no matter how tired I am. Um, and I did. I was able to, to take care of him even though I woke up and I was feeling so fatigued and out of it and, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, um... What are your resolutions for this year? We're not resolutions, but, like, goals. Like, yeah. So, I would say getting further in my Braille certification training. I'm just past the 13th lesson, and I want to say there's 20. So, getting further, maybe not finished, depending on how quickly my instructors get back to me, because, Mm -hmm. like... Um, I have to, they, it's all electronic and I send them my assignments and then it takes them a while to, uh, get back to me and give me my grade. So that's yeah. kind of the, like the hang up when it comes to doing this, you don't get your grade like the same day or the same week or anything right. like that. So I will, that's my goal is to get further. Um, obviously it'll happen. So I'm glad for that. And I hope that, um, I can retain the information and do well on my assignments. And also, oh gosh, that's the most important, but just trying to continue to put my best effort in projects or organizations that I'm a part of Mm -hmm. and do my best and try to help people as much as I can, especially blind people that uh, don't know about organizations or this podcast. Absolutely. Tell them about it. Try to get them on board. Try Absolutely. to help them, support them. Yeah. So those are mine. That's awesome. So, yeah, anyway, my goals for me, I'd say, would be to, you know, Go out a little more. Be more active like I was pre-pandemic. That's one. Uh, Number two would be improving my Braille skills. Because, you know, I need my Braille skills. Number three, actually this should be number one if I were to like renumber it. To get a job and become employed. Like I kind of feel like 2022 is going to be my year to find employment. Um, That's awesome. That is the goal. That is like the number one goal that I have. And then two would be to be more active. Three would be to improve my Braille reading skills. Um, and let's see. Four would be like being more involved again 
in the blindness community. Like, I've kind of been low-key since I've been back. Um, and not really involved as much as I would like to be. Um... But yeah, I mean, and you know, a forever goal is to just keep this podcast going. So, you know, I think that we both have really good goals and, you know, go girl for, you know, getting your braille transcription, um, goal met and, you know, you're going to kill it. You're going to rock it. I'm so happy for you. Um, thank you. Yeah. So, you know, keep that up. I know, I know you're going to meet your goals. Well, good luck and keep up, Angie. You're very persistent and have a lot of perseverance trying to find a job. You don't just apply for tune. It's like, woe is me. No. I don't know. Maybe it's not my thing, you know. So that's, that's what matters. And whatever you find will be a good fit for you. I know it. Oh, thank you. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that we both can say that we have goals for this podcast as well. Um, I do want to grow our audience. So that would be one goal. And, you know. We, we understand that there are people who sometimes listen backwards, like find this, uh, or are told about this and listen to the latest episode first. And so if we are three seasons in, and so if you guys have a question, we can let you know if it's answered in a previous episode. So just email us at this is what blind looks like pod at gmail.com. And we can let you know which episode we've referred refer for you to the right episode where we go into that topic and you might even give us a good topic to expand on or touch on in the future absolutely those are really good points yeah if there's something that um we haven't talked about yet go ahead shoot us an email dm us on twitter message us on facebook and we will get back to you on that. But if there's an episode that we have talked about in the past, um, you know, you could always go back and find it. Um, but yeah, keep, keep those, um, episode references coming and we can definitely let you know. We have some ideas that we shoot around and have on board for future episodes. So we might just, be in the process of getting those happening that's we do a lot of behind the scenes work guys not just add not just angie and her editing skills but we line up people to come to our podcast and speak and give you more information and then do these types of episodes where we are laid back and tell you other issues that are cropping up that involve the blind. So we, we do our best to give you guys the content that you deserve. Exactly. Exactly. And as always, you know, get on our Patreon. We're going to, that should definitely be another goal for this podcast is to be a little more active on Patreon. 
So tell our listeners how to get on Patreon. Like, is there a, like, link? Is it patreon.something? Um, yeah, so patreon.com slash this is what blind looks like. I think is the link. I'll have to, you know what? I'll have to link it down in the show notes. But you could search us up on Patreon. Just, you know, go on Patreon and search this is what blind looks like. Um... And you should see us on there. And then what you'll do is you can support us on Patreon. And there's different tiers. Like there's, uh, I think, 5, 10, 15, or 20. Or 5, 10, and 20. I can't remember the amounts. But like there's different tiers. Um, and, you know, some, some of those tiers you'll get exclusive access to episodes, you know. Uh, early access. Yeah, early access and stuff like that. Um, I, I'm going to definitely work on Patreon a little more, but follow us on there. Um, and whatever we do on Patreon, you'll have access to, so. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I definitely, I think we definitely have goals for this podcast and we're very excited to bring you more content, like Kimberly said, so please continue to support us and rate, review us, and subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you listen to, um, because that's going to help us. I, I do want to eventually get on the new and noteworthy on iTunes. Um, that is definitely a goal, so if you listen to us on iTunes, please rate us and review us and subscribe to us, because that's the only way that we can get to wherever we want to get to, is with our listeners supporting us and supporting our content. The blind population is actually larger than you might think so there can be listeners that go blind that will that can find us easily on there so if you are blind or know someone who's blind do what angie just said follow us on your podcast platforms things like that because we want to get to the people who really need to know this information Absolutely. Okay, so, um, now that we talked about that, do you, honestly, let's talk about COVID. I know yeah, we, I, I want to we... know more about, I want us to tell you guys more about how this impacts blind people. Yeah, COVID has been around for like two years and it hasn't gone away. And I honestly don't think it's going to go away. And I don't, I don't want this episode to sound controversial, but I know that we haven't really talked about COVID and we always talk about blindness and stuff like that. But I honestly think that we can't act like we're not going through a pandemic and that we haven't been going through a pandemic, and that things 
aren't happening around us like they are. So, again, this is a world problem. And, yeah, it's important to talk about COVID. It's important to talk about vaccinations and boosters. And I think that everybody should make the effort to be vaxxed and boosted. Because, um... COVID is a real thing. Like, people people have died from COVID. We know this. I lost an uncle to COVID um, six months ago. So, it is a That's very... Hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a very real thing. And also, this also impacts us as a blind community because, you know, they're coming out with these at-home test kits and they're not accessible, they're not accessible. It's hard. Like, you're going to have to have sighted assistance. Like, we have at-home COVID test kits here. Um, granted, I haven't used one. Um, but if I did, I would need help. Well, I was feeling sick on Christmas Day. Like one of the symptoms of COVID. And I think it's smart if you have one of the symptoms to get tested, especially if you were around someone who had it, Mm -hmm. like if you were exposed. Yeah. And I did the at-home test kit and I needed help doing it because I wanted to be sure I didn't have COVID because I was going to another celebration the day after, and I wanted to know for sure if I had it or not so I could make the wise decision to not be there in case I did. Right. And that's smart. I needed help Well, yeah, of course, you definitely needed help doing it, right? Because, you know, it's not, um, you know, you can't, you can't see the lines. Um, like. They can be very faint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, when my mom actually did a COVID at home test, uh, and it's really cool because there's an app on your phone. Granted, I didn't use voiceover for this, but I used Zoom. I haven't tried it with voiceover yet, um, but I think I will when she, you know, if she ever needs it again. If she ever needs it again. Because she's fine now. But I... Um, you know, I zoomed in on her phone and I told her what she needed to do. Like, she had instructions and stuff like that. Like, she knew what she, knew what she was doing. And then when it came to take a picture of the cassette thing, um, because that's what they call it, um, to, okay. to tell you your, you know, if you're positive or negative... Um, I, I, I took a picture of it, um, and then it asks, do you see purple line? Do you see blue line? Um, cause they said it could be very faint. Um, and I had to, I, I had to, to ask her, do you see a purple line? Do you see a blue line? And so then you know, this this was when she tested positive, of course, that I helped her. And then she went somewhere 
else to get a PCR test because the ones that you get at home are antigen test kits. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, but still, they, they should be, um, they should be accessible to blind people, you know? We should have that. There's, they're really complicated, too. Like, yeah. the instructions. There's mm -hmm. a lot of instructions, and you need to do it right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. My mom had to make sure she was doing everything right and correctly, and oh, it's just so much. So, when I went to go get did tested... I say that my did I say that mine was negative? I just want to make sure our listeners know that, no, I, don't I did not have did. COVID, and that was fine. Yeah, go ahead. You okay, can go on. Um, okay, so yes, I'm glad that your test was negative. Gay for you. So happy that yeah. you're okay because COVID's not fun. Um, and it's it's especially hard on those that are immunocompromised. So it's important that everyone stays healthy. Um, but yeah, no, um, my mom is fine now. Thank God. Uh, I'm fine. My dad never caught COVID because he wasn't barely home and he was not even around us at all. You know, my extended okay, family, God. they caught COVID, but they're fine now. So thank God. But I can definitely say it, it pays to be boosted and vaxxed. Um, you know, vaccine. It could have been so much worse. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. And then, like, there's, like, long-call COVID to worry about, too. And, like, when I, when I read my results, I was just like, oh, my God. Um, I kind of freaked out a little bit. But then I'm just kind of like, nope. I'm not going to panic because I'm vaccine boosted. I'm going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And I've heard that. If you're vaccine boosted, your chances of um, getting long haul COVID are lower. Okay, good. You know, I did the right thing. You know, I quarantined and drank a bunch of tea and um, took ibuprofen if I needed it. Ate good, so so that was, uh, that was good. good. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I think it's very important that these at-home tests are accessible to all. Um, and I think that people just need to be, like, considerate, you know? Because, like, what if, what if I were home alone, or what if you were home alone, and you had no one to read a COVID test kit to you? Yeah. Well, then it's a matter of you going somewhere and getting tested. But I ran into the problem when I had to get tested for some medical appointments and procedures that you have to, like, register online. Oh, in yeah, case I had to do that. The doctor doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. And those registrations aren't accessible to screen readers no. or voiceover. No. And so, again, you run into the problem of someone who's cited helping you register to get tested or even register to get your shots. And then you run into the problem again of getting there and getting the shot or getting the 
COVID test. And so there's all these hangups that people take for granted who can Mm -hmm. see. Mm -hmm. And then we have to rely on other people. And what if they're kind of in the retired population where they don't know how to work their phones very well or computers very well and don't really know how to help you? It's like, where do we turn? Right. Exactly. Exactly. We have a friend who ran into the problem where she was exposed and she wanted to get an at-home COVID test. Luckily, she had help to do that, but she couldn't get a ride to get one. And she's, she's visually impaired and she doesn't drive. So she said, I could go on the bus, but with a mask on, but I'm risking exposing people around me I could go in a cab with a mask on but I'm risking that driver Mm -hmm. and that's a very considerate thought you know props to that person for being considered considerate enough to think about the people around you absolutely Uh, absolutely I just think that something needs to be done unfortunately yeah Unfortunately, people who don't have the option to have someone pick it up for them and drop it off like our friend got, uh, that's the only option you have is to try to not touch anything and go on the bus or go in a cab and have a mask on and do that. It's like, well, what other choice do we have? Right, exactly. And I think IRA or something, like, they should have it where, like, agents can either help you register for um vaccine or COVID test or something. Cool, yeah, or be my eyes because they have an option for, like, pharmaceutical help oh, cool, and things yeah. like that. That'd be really that cool. That could be an option where they could, like, look up your county and register you. It's but just an idea. That's only half the bottle. Right. Battle. It's just an yeah. idea. I mean, I don't know if they're doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've thought about it. But it's just an idea that came to mind to me that I think that I run Be My Eyes should definitely, I don't know, help yeah. out in some way if, if it is possible. Um... I know that there there might be obviously like confidential things with that. I mean, I know that Ira would probably be a bit safer just because you wouldn't run the risk of them sharing your information. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about like be my eyes in that regard, but I know with Ira, their agents are trained, you know, mm-hmm. to be you know, confidential and stuff like that. Um, Good. I would imagine. I'm... I would imagine so. Because I've... I heard something like that. Like, someone said, like, oh, yeah, like, they're trained to not, you know, share Good. information and stuff like that. I don't know much about Be My Eyes. I know Be My Eyes is voluntary. Voluntarily done. Um, mm-hmm. So... I I do know, know, I went to, like, a short 
seminar about Be My Eyes, and I've been using it more and more often as I live independently and just need help with, you know, 5% of things Mm -hmm. to be identified. And I did see that there is a medical help option there. And Mm -hmm. from the seminar I went to, they said how they have agents that I want to say like are in the pharmaceutical field. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. So they probably know about HIPAA and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. They can help you like read you what your prescription label says and tell you more about what that prescription is for. Um, but yeah, that could be an option for those. They're only available during like business hours. Right. Unfortunately, because I tried looking into it and they also list the pharmacies near you, things like that. But I wasn't able to get a live agent Mm -hmm. and just test it out. But that is a really cool option. So that's really, really cool. Uh, That's neat. Yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah, if they if they did something like that, that'd be cool. And also obviously the screen reader thing. If yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they can make it screen reader accessible. That'd be really cool too. Um but yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. I think um organizations like the NFB um I'm pretty sure that they've talked about how COVID at-home kits are not accessible and how they should be and stuff like that. And I'm not surprised if they're going to, like, help do something about it. So, I can't wait. Yeah, I just don't know how. Like, I guess there's a Twitter handle to convince the Biden administration to help with this. Oh, wow. I just don't know how they'd be able to help us. Like maybe there could be an option kind of like Ira or be my eyes where they could have the instructions and kind of walk you through it maybe. And then tell you over video what the line says. Right. Exactly. That's the only thing I could think of. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be great. Actually. That'd be awesome. That would be great, but... So we've noticed these challenges, especially Angie and our friend, and thank God for my friend, uh, Mary, shout out to you for getting our friend going to a pharmacy and finding uh, at-home test kits because they're very less and less available They are hard to come by now. (laughs) Yeah, and um, she was able to give our friend two of them, not just one, but two, to make sure that she still didn't have COVID, because after so many days, like you mentioned, Angie, you have to test again and make sure you're negative. Absolutely. So it's uh, it's nice that the at-home tests have two. Yep. So they they thought that through, so that's good. Oh, what else was I going to say? And if you're not boosted, it's pretty much like, because some people aren't in that time frame yet. So, or if you are and 
just haven't gotten around to getting boosted. To me, it's like you could have the bad COVID because the vaccine is up now, so to speak. Well, depending on when, how long it's been that you've had it. If it's been more than six months, go get boosted. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. And it's and really sad. It's really sad because in the area that my family lives in here in Wisconsin, they we have a friend whose husband had to go into the hospital, unfortunately, for some health procedures, um, serious health procedures. Oh, wow. And they came to the point where only patients could go inside, not mm-hmm. even their families. Yep. And it's gotten so bad that they've called in government reinforcements mm-hmm. to go to the hospital and relieve the nurses. And also, um, I've heard that in the area I live in, um, and this is not just hearsay, it comes from a friend who works with an RN, Mm-hmm. And they said that if you, they have such, they like have no beds. So if you're having surgery, you have to wait in a bed in the emergency room until you have surgery. Cause that's how, um, little amount of beds they have. Wow. And if I was having surgery, whether it be day or overnight for one, I kind of be upset because there's people who are going into the hospital that have COVID that didn't get vaccinated that don't believe in it whereas for me I'm going in the hospital and I can't help it mm-hmm. like something came up where it I needed a bed mm-hmm. not to say the COVID patients don't need a bed but they're taking up the beds for people who really really need them like say your kid who can't get vaccinated needed like a kidney transplant and they had to sit in the emergency room because there's someone upstairs taking a bed that they desperately need yeah or say someone someone um has cancer and is undergoing treatment yeah yeah and they need sanitized place to be having their treatment and with so little nurses on staff there's nurses shortages yep that it's it's becoming a really really bad problem and i don't think that people who are taking this seriously taking that into account right and then you have medical staff that is becoming very like overwhelmed very burnt out and you know honestly if if we all did our part and got vaccinated and boosted, I think that we would be in a much better place. And I don't know. I just really, really think that people need, I know that people are scared, right? But like, they shouldn't make COVID a political thing because people are saying, oh, the vaccines have this and this and that and like all these things. And it's just like, where are you getting your sources from? Like, I have people in my family that are anti-vax, and they've tried to talk to me, and I'm just kind of like, you know what? I don't want to listen to this. I don't know where you're getting your sources from. 
I know what I believe, but look, I don't want to talk about COVID with you. I don't want to talk about vaccines. I don't want you to tell me otherwise because I did what was best for me and my family and my family's fine. Like, you know, I've told my mom, don't worry about what some of your sisters are telling you because some of my aunts are anti-vax. And I'm like, look, you got vaccinated, you're boosted, thank God, because I don't know what would have happened if you hadn't been. Given that my mom, you know, is immunocompromised because of her asthma. So, I just... I have a bad heart. I've Mm -hmm. had heart problems recently, so if I were to get it, it would be bad, and I know oh, there's honey, some we don't people want out there who... No. No. And my heart is fine with getting the vaccine. It's not the vaccine that is making my heart worse. And I got this information from my heart doctor, from mm-hmm. my general practitioner. Mm-hmm. I have heard this over and over again, that the vaccines don't cause people who are immune compromised, things like that, to get worse, that there's things in the vaccine that'll make them sick, blah, blah, blah. Think back to your science classes you took in high school. You learned it. You might not remember it. When I was a kid, we had to get vaccinated in order to go to kindergarten. Yep. We didn't have a choice to get the hepatitis B shot in sixth grade. We all stood in line in the gym, and we got it three times that year. Oh, I remember getting it when I was in fifth grade. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. we're still here to talk about it. Yeah, and you know what? Like, honestly, people, these, all these people that are anti-vax should really think about the vaccines that they got as kids. Yeah. Like, that's the same thing the COVID-19 vaccines are going to do to you. The vaccine, obviously, they tell you that you can still get COVID, but you're not going to be in a hospital bed and you're not going to die from it. You know? Yeah. Before we had the vaccines, my mom lost two cousins oh, wow. to COVID. Oh, man. And, you know, now the vaccines are to age five, thank God. But yeah. now I'm hearing not just people getting it, but entire families. And it's no joke, you guys. Do you really want your entire family getting I COVID? I think about the babies, man. Like, they don't have yes. vaccines for babies yet. And... This just baffles me to the core, because, like, one of my aunts is anti-vax. Like, two out of three are anti-vax, and she was sending my mom these videos of, like, a baby shaking after a shot, and I'm just kind of like, Mom, I'm like, first of all, that, obviously, that's not happening, because they're not giving these vaccines out to babies yet. I don't know where she's getting her sources from, but I hate how, and then, and then I heard her say that, like, I heard my aunt say that, um, her husband was gonna tell his employer that he couldn't get vaccinated because of religious reasons. 
like, okay, what is this? Honestly, what is this? Like, and then, you know, my aunt's like, oh, well, it's my body. It's my choice. And I'm not going to get vaccinated, you know, unless I go to jail for it and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just kind of like, okay, (laughs) okay. And you're going to say this? Like, honestly, just stop. Like, my body, my choice. Like, Get out of here with that. Like, honestly, you're stealing a slogan that's not even, like, yours to begin with. You know, because my, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. And think about it. If you're not getting vaccinated and you get COVID, I mean, you're you're going to be killing people if you're not careful. And if you're not doing your, you know... Obviously, I'm not saying that she's going out there doing that. No, because, you know, she's already had it and she quarantined and she was fine. But still, if you're not going to be responsible, you're going to be out there killing people. By yeah. by going aimlessly and spreading it around and, you know, <laughs> not doing your job and acting like it's okay. And there are schools needing to be shut down for days and weeks because there are so many cases now. Right, I know. It's just crazy. I just think people should just do the right thing and not not second guess the vaccines because I just feel like the medical professionals are doing all they can and they want us to be safe. They created these vaccines for a reason. And I just think that we should just do our part as people and not try to turn this into a political thing because it's not. And also not to, you know, turn this into, like, your beliefs because it's not about that. It's about being healthy. Yeah. But anyway, I honestly, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. Do you have anything else to add? No, I was kind of on my soapbox, too, but I agree with what you said and, uh, and you know, my two cents I put in. So it, it, it becomes very clear when you get it or you know someone close to you who gets it, how this affects people and how it affects blind people mm-hmm. and how it affects us if we know someone who had it, who died, or if we yep. know entire family. It yep. breaks my heart. So we wanted to make you guys aware of how this affects us people as blind people and how it's still around. And just to thank your lucky stars if you've had it and that you're fine and that uh, we hope that you don't get it. And we're... Exactly. We know... We know where you're coming from and we're here for you guys right stay safe my people get vaxxed get boosted and do the right things and if we all did this we would all be helping each other out and just by doing our part um you guys know where to find us you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter. Like we said, rate, review, and subscribe. And get on our Patreon. We would love to see you there. Thanks, guys. 
Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And remember to email us 